0: Is going on, everybody? Zane here, bringing you your week two predictions for the 2023 season of the Gridiron. And I'm gonna start right off the bat with our game of the week between number one, Nardo, and number three, Gibson. Now, they are fighting for dominance and sole possession of first place in the Charizard division, and maybe even first place in the league overall. Now, the projected points has Gibson winning 107 to 100. And I would say that I'm going to actually agree with this, although I think it's going to be even closer than just a seven-point spread. Now, what makes me really like Gibson's team is Christian McCaffrey and Josh Jacobs. The running backs are super solid and have great matchups this upcoming week. And then even though Lamar Jackson is projected to do more points for Nardo than Deshaun Watson is for Gibson, I actually think... Watson is going to have a fantastic Monday night game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, where Nardo can make things interesting is with his wide receivers. Now, Justin Jefferson has already played and outscored his projected points, but he also has Tyreek Hill and Zay Flowers coming up as well. Ultimately, though, the reason that I give this to Gibby is I believe Christian McCaffrey is going to have a field day against the Rams, but barring any injuries, barring the Rams— bringing on some phenomenal defense I don't know Nardo might just pull it off but I am going to give this one to Gibson by less than seven points our next game is between number two Rishi and number 10 Austin Now, the projected points are 104 to 100 in Austin's favor, and Austin has already had a phenomenal performance from Hawkinson at the tight end position, who has outscored his projected points by 13, scoring 22 over the nine that he was originally projected. Now, here's the thing. Ultimately, I think I still want to give this to Rishi because I believe Herbert will have a better game than Tagovaleo, than Tua, (laughs) I can't say his name. And I also think that Rishi's running backs are better in many instances, Etienne and Walker. Now, wide receivers, there's no doubt in my mind that Calvin Ridley and Stephon Diggs for Rishi will fare much better and probably score higher than their projected values, and Darren Waller is kind of just awash at the tight end position. So while the score, or at least the projected points at this point in time, does favor Austin, I do believe that's really only because he had his tight end overperform. When it comes down to it, I don't think the rest of the team is going to perform or overperform. In fact, I believe they're going to underperform, whereas I think Rishi's team will overperform and cross the century mark quite easily. Our next matchup is between Ashok at number 6 and number 11, Liddy. Now, the projected points right now are 104 to 96 in Ashok's favor. But there is one big X factor that is going to define this game for me, and I'm going to start there. That is Travis Kelsey. At this point in time, Saturday evening, he is listed as questionable. And if he is able to come back and perform even at 70% of what Travis Kelsey normally does— I think this could turn the tide very much in Ashok's favor. Now, that being said, you look at the rest of the starters, and you got Joe Burrow for Andrew Lewin versus uh, Lawrence on Ashok's side. And Joe Burrow had a pretty rough week last week. I do think he gets a nice bounce back at home against Baltimore. I also think that Liddy's running backs are better. Bijan Robinson only projected to get 12 points. Come on, he's going to get a lot more than that. And you all know how I feel about David Montgomery. I don't think he's that fantastic, but I can see him performing well against Seattle at home. Now, the wide receivers is where Ashok will easily make things up. Jamar Chase is on that side, but keep in mind, Joe Burrow is throwing to him, so unless Chase is catching a ton of yards, which you know is a much better ratio for wide receiver than quarterback, every touchdown is essentially going to be nullified as it'll be adding points to both sides. But Mike Evans and Sutton are decent. While I do think Liddy also has a solid core for wide receivers as well with Olave, Metcalf, and Davis. Again, I think that Ashok wins this only if Kelsey performs well. But in this case, even though Ashok is projected to do higher, and I have something to benefit from having Mahomes on my team and wanting Kelsey to do well, I think they're probably going to take it easy with him, and therefore his projected points are probably too high at 14.5 now i could be wrong and that is the x factor but at this point i think they ease kelsey back into the mix and therefore his role is diminished and that x factor becomes a non-factor giving liddy the win this week our next game is between number five amar and number eight toby now toby is projected to win this game 107 to 90 and already has had a phenomenal performance from Kirk Cousins, 36 points over a projected 19. Now, it sucks to make these predictions after that game has already happened, but just from the get-go, I got to go with Toby because of the fact that Cousins scored 17 points more than what he was projected, and Toby is now slated to win by 17 points more. So the rest of the lineup does look relatively even, and even if Josh Allen scores his 26 points as projected, Amara is still only slated to get 90. When it comes to running backs, I like Toby's running backs better with Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones versus Moss and Sanders for Amar. I also like Toby's wide receivers with Devontae Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, and Jerry Judy versus Smith-Schuster, Waddle, and Christian Kirk. So all across the board here, I really think that Toby's team is, if anything, at the very least on par with Amar's team. And by having Kirk Cousins have a monster game, it really just comes down to whether Josh Allen or one of the other players on a Mars team can really outperform what they are projected to do. But as of now, I will go with Toby. Our next matchup, I guess I'll dub this one the Toilet Bowl Competition of the Week, is between number seven, Nooney, and number nine, Kieran. Now, Me dubbing it the toilet bowl competition of the week Actually has nothing to do with the strength of either of these teams But really their projected points It looks like this game is not going to even top 90 for either side Again, that's just from a projected standpoint. Noonie right now is projected to win 88-84 to 84 over Kieran, and we've already had a couple of players play on either team. Now, ironically, at the quarterback position, you have Justin Fields and Jordan Love, who were on the field together last week. And while I do think, and I guess maybe more so, I'm hoping that Justin Fields has a better game against Tampa Bay, I just think that Jordan Love looked much better last week and is playing against Atlanta in a dome and will perform better overall, even though he's projected to do slightly less. At the running back position, I would actually give this to Kieran. Nick Chubb and James Conner are much better, in my opinion, than Gibbs and Pierce. Plus, you have Chubb playing on Monday night against Pittsburgh, a huge division rival. Now, where things could get interesting are at the wide receiver position. Kieran has already had Brown play, who has underperformed his projections by almost nine points, whereas Nooney is sitting on Brandon Ayuk, who had a fantastic first week and only projected to do 10.8 points, where even if he has any kind of repeat success, it's going to be well beyond that. Nooney also has St. Brown, who has performed well and is going up against Seattle this week. But keep in mind that Kieran has Debo Samuel. So it really just depends on which receiver ends up catching those balls for San Francisco. Ultimately, even though Kieran is projected to get less or to lose 84 versus Nooney's 88, I do think that some of the projected points for Kieran's team are a little too low. And he ends up squeaking by, crossing the 90-point mark. And finally, I'll do my matchup, the pushovers, number four versus Armor Hot Dogs, number 12. Now, Armor Hot Dogs has already had two players play and is leading the game 41.9 to zero, but the projected points still show this to be somewhat close, 101 to 99 in favor of TJ. Jalen Hurts had a fantastic week so far for TJ. While I have Mahomes and think that Mahomes will hopefully be able to match that same energy playing against Jacksonville, running backs look interesting as well with Barkley and Williams for TJ and Henry and Rashad White for me. Where the difference really comes in is at the wide receiver position. You have Cooper, Brown, and Addison who has already played and scored 14 points for TJ versus Moore, Godwin, and Pitwin for myself. Now, right now, each of my receivers is slated to score 10 points, but they're all the number one receivers on their expected or respective teams, and I hope that they'll be able to do more, but as we saw last week, it's very easy for them to underperform if the rest of the team isn't there. At the tight end position, you got Friermuth versus Komet for myself and TJ respectively, and defenses we're not really going to go into. I do think this ends up being a very, very close game. And the fact that TJ has already had solid performances from Hertz and Addison puts him well above me in the sense that Mahomes will need to match that. And if he doesn't, that's when I get into trouble. So for now, I like the projected score. I mean, I don't actually like it. But in terms of looking at it from an accuracy perspective— 101-99, to it's a close game. I'll give the edge to the armor hot dogs, but I hope I'm able to change the tide. That's all we have for this week. Let's see how I do out of all six matches. Best of luck to you guys, except for TJ. I'm coming for you.